0: This is season three of The Score, the Team Roping Journal's regular podcast, where the team roping world talks. We've told the stories of some of the greatest cowboys, horses, and moments in the sport, and we're so far from done. In 2020, we'll bring you more of what you've come to expect, like interviews with the best cowboys and cowgirls we know, and we'll dive even deeper into subjects you care about. Look for more audio editions of the Team Roping Journal stories you might have missed in print, and learn about the great horses shaping the sport and great challenges facing our industry. All this and more in 2020, I'm Chelsea Schaefer. Hey everyone, welcome to another roping lesson. It's a bonus episode of The Score. With this one, California horse trainer, Burt McGill makes head horses that pro rodeos best seek out year in and year out. And for the first time, we've tapped McGill for an audio roping lesson on The Score. He provided us with a lesson on pen roping, an often overlooked but critical step in the rope horse making process, and it's probably something you can do while you're quarantined at home with a few cattle, with your horse, and with yourself, so enjoy and let us know what you think.
1: Hello, my name is Bert McGill, and today I want to talk to you about the most important step I take when starting each and every head horse. I think one of the biggest mistakes that we make in starting a young head horse is coming out of the box too soon. What I like to do with each horse, no matter what his background, whether he's come from a ranching background or a cow horse or a cutting program, I start all of them the same by pin roping in the arena with a breakaway. The reason why I think pen roping is so important is because it puts a foundation on the run in the arena without having the pressures of the box involved. So basically what I'm trying to accomplish in pen roping is, is I'll just pick a probably a slow medium type steer with a breakaway and I follow that steer wherever he goes, whether he wants to go right, left, straight, slow up. Um, whatever it is I just keep my horse in that same position keep my horse in his lane which helps us establish that rate and control and a slow controlled environment one of the things that I don't do ever when I'm pin roping is I never kick my young horse to a cow I always follow that cow no matter where he's going and allow that cow to come back to me What I mean is I never want to go push my horse into position. I want him to kind of find it in a slow pace whenever that steer kind of tires down. The crew's in there, rope, make it real easy. Never just stop and put it on the saddle horn and push, pull him into the ground. I'll rope, dally, follow a couple strides, ease to a stop. During this process, your horse is gonna make mistakes. Even even at a slow pace, they're going to get out of position, they might get a little bit strong in your hand, they're just gonna get a little bit lost. That's okay, it's to be expected. I think it's important not to make a big deal out of it, but I also think it's important that you address when problems do come up, stop, address it, fix it, let your horse relax, go try it again. This is a process that I'll normally do for about probably two to three weeks, depending on the horse. And uh, one of the things I'm looking for is I wanna make sure that my horse is being consistent. He knows how to run, rate, and he's waiting on me on every part of that run. And once I have that established, then I will consider the next step, which is coming out of the box. You know, there's some, I've had people tell me that You know you don't have to do the pin roping and that with slow steers and you just go about it slow then you know you can start one just right out of the box day one and i've done it that way i've done it both ways and i feel that the foundation that i put on them head horses by pin roping i think it transfers into the box and gives you a better odds of your horse being a little bit quieter in there whenever you go to start Versus introducing the entire run, the box, the shoot, um, position, rate, everything, uh, you know, versus trying to introduce everything at one time, I think that what pin roping does is it really gives that horse the confidence of uh, understanding what's going to be asked of him in the run. And like I said, I think it transfers into the box. I think that there's definite steps taken to you know, get your horse quiet in the box and give them a good start there. But I do believe that horses normally get a little bit nervous in the box. They'll start looking left, right, moving their feet. And I think it's normally um, due to... The unknown what's going to be asked of them or or dreading the run or fear of what's getting ready to be asked of them so we're able to eliminate that by they already know what's to be asked of them and i just think it's going to transfer into the box and give you a better start on your head horse as the training process progresses and you start adding more speed there's going to be even more problems come up and whenever those problems do come up, whether it be in the move or horse getting a little bit strong, whatever it might be, if we have done our due diligence and we've put our foundation on that horse in by pin roping, we can go back to that. So we just break it down, go back to slow, go back to the basics and then get it fixed and then build from there i think that pin roping is not only an important part of starting a head horse but it's also a crucial part in maintaining one Uh, this is not just for young horses i use this for uh, my older horses if i feel like there's any time that speed um you know whenever i'm going fast if they feel like they're not if they're not listening to me in certain parts of the run we'll just go and we'll just go and make them do it as slow as we possibly can and i'll just go right back to the basics pin rope, breakaway, I might use it with a real rope, put um, weight on the saddle horn, and do all of this by controlling our elements. And we have eliminated the box, I'm not worried about that. I'm just gonna go cruise around there and break it down. And I've seen this work in um, anywhere from high-end jackpot horses to NFR head horses. And it's a proven method. I've used this method and I haven't used this method. And I'm telling you, down the road, you and your head horse will be glad that you did too. Right now with the current situation where there's no no rodeos or no jackpots, not really anywhere from anybody to go, I think that might be a good time to focus on the basics. Uh, This is something that you can do by yourself. you do it, uh, you don't need a partner. So anyways, I just hope that everybody enjoyed listening. I thank you for listening to what I had to say and hope it all helps. Good luck to everybody.
0: Bert, thank you so much for that tip. I love it. I hope you are all going to go home and use it and use it with your horses at home, whether or not you're quarantined. Um, Give us a call, shoot us an email, let us know what you think of this podcast and of these sorts of roping lessons. Shoot me an email at cschafer at aimmedia.com.